What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the C2P Podcast. This is episode two. Now, we had a little bit of a life-changing event take place last week, which caused for the delay of this episode, but have no fear, the C2P Pod is here. This week, we'll wrap up the events of weeks three and four, everyone having a loss at the earliest point of the season in C2C history, and I hope you're sitting down for this one. But we've had not one, but two trades happen this season already. Maybe, just maybe, the C2C is finally getting over the great veto gate of 2016. Lastly, we'll dive into players that are busting out, breaking out, and straight up just MIA. Oh, and did I mention we are joined by our defending C2C champion on this week's pod? Well, I guess I just did. Alright, this is the C2P pod episode 2. Let's get it going. Let's go. Welcome, welcome to the second episode of the C2P Podcast. A little delay the last two weeks, I don't know, just a little life-changing thing happened. But we are here, we are ready. We got a week three and week four to wrap up. A lot was going on there. Uh, the standing shifts a little bit, and uh, death taxes and Aries just starting off strong. Those are three givens in this world. But uh, let's dive right in. Let's check the standings here. Uh, you got Churchy at the top. Got to be the biggest surprise of the season so far. Churchy drafted well, and it's not like he doesn't usually draft well. It's just when he does draft well, shit hits the fan, and injuries happen, and as of right now, so far, so good. Uh, Churchy has that guy. He has he has my fantasy MVP on his team, who I think is going to carry him really far, and Jalen Hurts. Uh, and then as I open up <laughs> as I open up his, uh, his roster real quick to look at him, you got Lamb, Hollywood Brown, and Hawkinson, all three questionable. It's still early in the week here, heading into week five. Uh, but just something to look on, look at. But as of right now, I would say Churchy, biggest surprise coming into Week Five. Uh, if you if you're looking at the standings, one, two, three, four teams at three and one, and then like C two C always does, we got the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven bundled up at two and two. Uh, you got two teams at one and three, and um, yeah, <sighs> Nathan, Nathan at zero and four. He's on. Uh, Nathan's on uh, winless watch right now, ladies and gentlemen. Winless watch, 0-4, those biscuit bottom boys. They might need to have a players-only meeting. They might need to have a uh, maybe a team name change. I found in the past sometimes you get a little team name, a little different swag. But uh, something's got to happen over there in the, 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 the bottom boys locker room because uh, it's not looking good right now. It's not looking good. He's sitting at uh, points scored so far this season is 388 uh, points. Against him is 510. Granted, that is the highest number in the league by a long shot. So not only is he starting off pretty slow with the least amount of points, he's getting the most points scored on him. Uh, And he's sitting there with uh, an 8% chance to make the playoffs. Now, I've seen worse happen. All it takes is one win to kind of find your mojo. Uh, but it's uh, it's definitely an uphill climb from the bottom boys. But with that said, I want to bring the attention back to the top dogs at the top of the standings. Uh, this is the first time in the history of the C2C that we do not have an undefeated team going into week five of this season. Pretty crazy if you think about it. Like 
it's first time. We had Ari do it a few times. He's gone six or seven and zero. JC had that one run one season where I think he went seven and zero with the record of eight and zero. Hayes has done it a few times. There's always one team that starts off strong and and just gallops to the front of the uh, the front of the pack. Uh, but first time uh, in C two C history. Last week was our last undefeated team. We had Mike Ryan sitting at three and zero, and it took the highest scoring team of the week to even take him down. Uh, that was myself. You know, pat myself on the back. How you doing? How you doing? But uh, but yeah, kind of poetic, uh, kind of kind of kind of beautiful poetry, right? First first week in a very long time that Tara could drink wine. The girl the girl wins some wine, so you gotta uh, you gotta respect that. But like I said in the intro, we have a great great episode today. Uh, an incredible, hysterical, funny uh, interview with our defending champion JC, the uh, the Catalina fuckboy himself. Um, he and I were watching the Thursday night game of week three that will, uh, will go down in history as the Tua game. Uh, we were watching that live, podcasting as it was going on. And uh, I got to say, it's, uh, it's pretty heartbreaking watching a defending champion lose his quarterback live. He took it like a true champion would, though. Finished the pod strong, and we're going to get to that interview in a little bit. But first, let's talk about week four. Our matchup of the week was Ari versus Hayes, and it was the matchup of the week. Ari with 122, Hayes with 119. He just needed a couple more from Cooper Cup. You know, the Rams were coming down in that, in that little garbage time uh, drive there, and Cup needed probably one more catch to get th- three points, and he just couldn't get it done. Ari takes the game of the week matchup over Hayes, moving up to 3-1. and one. Uh, Then you got Churchy moving up to 3-1 and one as well with a big win over J.C., 141-106. to 106. Uh, Jamel moving to two and two. He was he beat Davo one twenty one to one oh three. Greco snuck by Nathan one twenty two to one fifteen. That was the match that we uh, had already talked about. Sending Nathan to zero and four. Again, got to do something. Got to change up something. Change the sceneries for some players. Hint, hint. That's called foreshadowing. Uh, anything to to get those bottom boys moving again. Mike Saul gets his first win of the season. Jumping out of the basement with a one nineteen to one hundred seven win over Justin, uh, he also did this with Alvin Kamara getting a goose egg. Uh, it was a talk of fantasy early on Sunday morning. Saints having the London game. That's a six thirty a.m. start on the West Coast. It's a nine thirty start on the East Coast. Um, Saul must have been sleeping still either way, but Kamara did not leave the starting lineup, and he still ends up beating Justin's team with a big old goose egg from probably one of his better players. Um, and I guess that's what happens when you get Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill giving you 30-plus points. Uh, and then we have Deal and uh, Bryce. Bryce goes to 2-2. Two and two. Deal goes to 1-3 and three, uh, with a 120-106 win over Deal. And then another, this ended up being a really great match as well, was myself versus Mike Ryan. Uh, Mike Ryan came out pretty good, pretty hot. He was undefeated. Um, Amon St. Brown went down, which hurt his lineup. Uh, I ended up going to get Josh Reynolds, which got me 21 points. Uh, that ends up being the play of the week, getting that off, the, getting Reynolds off of the uh, off of free agency, and uh, with a 147-132 score, that was the difference. And with it being the difference, that uh, can segue us right into injuries. Injuries are making a big uh, comeback this year for 2022. Um, some key notable injuries, like I said, Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, Taylor going down could be possibly out long term now. Start both on Mike Ryan's team, unfortunately. Uh, we just saw Monday night running back Javante Williams, who 
was supposed to be the breakout, one of the breakout candidates of this season. He is now out for this season. But let's be honest, I don't know if even having Javante Williams would have really helped that Broncos offense. Uh, you know, they got Russell Wilson over the summer and everyone thought the Messiah was coming to help that team. That team stinks. Oh, and if you look at the schedule, we're blessed, absolutely blessed with another primetime Broncos uh Broncos game tonight. Can't wait. Broncos Colts tonight at the time of recording. Today's Thursday. Um, I don't know. I just let's hope we even just see a touchdown. Um, but yeah, the injury bug is the injury bug. Like it always does. It's hitting pretty hard. Jalen uh, Traylon Burks. He got hurt. He's out potentially long term. Uh, another rookie that was supposed to have a, night, a, a early breakout season. Lord knows who's going to play co- uh, quarterback for the New York Giants. Uh, Taylor got hurt. Jones got hurt. I, I I can't even tell you who their next guy next guy up is. Like, just might as well just go knock on the door in the same stadium and see if Joe Flacco can just come across the hallway. And with the injury bug hitting, you know the name of the game in fantasy is managing injuries. And with bye weeks coming up every year in the C two C, it's always the teams that can manage the injuries, manage the buys, and though you'll see those teams slowly but surely start to rise to the top of the standings. And the teams that can't manage them that well, they'll start to creep down into the middle of the pack, down to the bottom. Uh, I'm not sure if they'll go as low as 0-4 Biscuit Bottom Boys. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't think they're going to go that low. I just keep bringing it up, Nathan. I know you're listening. I just keep bringing it up just to, to try to have you, you know, I, it's, I'm trying to speak it into, into existence. I'm trying to speak it into existence to have you come and get your first one of the season. I know you need it. I know you want it. It's coming. It's coming. I promise. I promise. Um, but that's pretty much it from uh, from week three, week four. Just want to do a quick little catch up. Uh, I think should, I think we should bring it in. It's uh, it sounds like a good time to do it. Let's bring in our defending, reigning C two C champion. It was a great interview with my dude. Uh, like I said, we had a great time watching the Thursday night game, the Tua game, and uh, and recording the pod. So without further ado, I'm gonna toss it over to the interview from week three with our defending champion, J.C. Bobbles. All right, now, bringing on our second guest of this season's podcast. This is the C2P episode 102. Just to give him a little intro before he comes on, this guest has played all eight seasons of the C2C. He's made the playoffs seven out of those eight seasons. He's had two top three finishes. His average finish is sixth with an all-time record of 59 and 47. But more importantly, he's our reigning, our defending C2C champion. Ladies and gentlemen, you know him, you love him. J.C. Babas. What, what an intro. <laughs> God, I feel like you slammed my head into the turf. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Uh, with that said, we are recording this right now, Thursday night. Uh, we're at halftime of the Thursday night game, Bengals and the Dolphins. We did just see uh, to a, uh, his brain just turned to oatmeal. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers pointing, like, which way? I don't know. He's trying to give directions. It's not working. It was bad. That was, that was really, really bad to see. And, of course, the guest I'm bringing him on. You have Tua as yeah, your quarterback. I know. Uh, I mean, it brings us right into our our first little our first little segment of just like giving me the rundown and like the state of the union of your team. 
I feel like about an hour ago, it would have been a little different. But how are we, how are we, let's, all right, so let's do this. Let's do this. Let's go, Tua didn't get hurt. Don't, don't think about it. Tua didn't get hurt. Let's see how you're feeling without Tua hurt. How are you feeling right now? We'll say this is about four o'clock today. Without Tua hurt, I'm still, I'm still looking to upgrade at that, that position. Oh, so, oh. Despite, okay. you know, with or with now, now for sure it's definite, but team wise, I think I have a, a lot to, to fix and update, but um, I'm, I'm hoping sort of that they, the, the, everyone kind of is hovers around 500 and then, you know, it's close and that, that's just my ideal situation. And then maybe I can make changes down the line. But you're looking for chaos. Is that that's that's yeah, what you're saying? I, I just think I just want people to be invested late because it comes to a point week eight, nine, ten when someone's not necessarily in it anymore, and they just you know they kind yeah, of phone yeah. in. So my ideal. He's calling me, you out, deal. Everyone, yeah, <laughs> just even you know even Mike Saul, uh, he still stays in it, but I, I just want. Yeah, I'm, yeah. You want, want to be competitive. I you, want to be competitive. You want the game to be all and, natural. Uh, I just, I don't want, you know, like, I don't want any runaway teams. I just, yeah, I want chaos. Yeah, I mean, as of right now, we're uh, we're we're all in it. Let me bring the standings up right now. We are, again, this is the start of week four. We got Mike Ryan, who's at 3-0. Yeah, team. I think we're bookended by Mike's. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you got, you got Mike Ryan, 3-0. Technically, yes, bookended, but you got Nathan down there, Close. those bottom biscuit boys, 0-3 oh, as well. Boy. Which, I mean, we'll get back into that. Yeah. We'll, we'll get back into the Nathan talk it's a little tangent. later. But, um, but yeah, we got 3-0 and Mike Ryan. Uh, I'm playing him this week. T. Higgins just caught a monster catch, so that's not yeah. making me feel well in my, uh, in my tummy at the moment. Uh, I would say the biggest surprise so far, Churchy. Churchy? Church, absolutely. And, his team um, is nasty. Like, and they score a lot of points. And, uh, you know, if he's listening to this, I just, I want him to, I hope you're not happy with whatever win you get this week because of Tua. I hope it's like a, a unsavory win. You know what I mean? Because It's, it's got to be. The Tua's career might be over. Yeah. That hand can't hold the football like Let's that. Just don't, I hope you're not happy with this win, Churchy. It's just, it's, tar- it's hard. Tainted. Uh, I can guarantee one thing. Churchy's walking around as he's listening to this, just hands on hips, yeah, just looking around, feeling great probably. He, so like, one of his two... If your whole LA lineup houses, gets hurt, he yeah. still will feel great. Which property is Churchy on? One of his two LA properties. you know, like or, the, or the comedy club, yeah. the outdoor comedy club. Like. Just, <laughs> we get it. Like you, you win in life, and we just try to win in fantasy. We get That's it. That's it. He does have rock hard abs now. You've seen those pictures yeah, lately? I made a it's comment. What, what he, that, it, I've never seen a dad have more of a thirst quench in his life. I, just flashing abs around these days. Um, I'm, I'm impressed and turned on. So hey, I think it's. He looks good. We're, we're. I don't know. Because we're living in an Instagram age. I wonder if people put something up like that for like accountability. It's like, oh, like I'm doing well. And I want to stay this way. Like a wellness check kind of thing? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like um, hey guys, this is where I'm at. It's like, I promoted this image. Yeah. I can't turn around and eat yeah, yeah. I can't 30, gain 30, 30 Big Macs. <laughs> yeah. I can't gain 20 pounds yeah, in a I, month. I, I'm kind of, I like it, you know? You look good, Churchy. We, 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 all, we both agree yeah. you look good. 
And uh, but for God's sakes, put a shirt on. Your team is looking good too. He's score, scoring points, which is obviously it's the name of the game. I mean, he's got the he, he's got what I believe is going to be the fantasy MVP this year, Jalen Hurts. Uh, Hurts is going to have that breakout year. I think he's going to be the guy that like next year people can yeah. people plan for a little bit more, and they're like, oh shit, like we have almost kind of how like when teams kind of ra- uh, wrangle up Lamar, who's also having a serious year, mm-hmm. but like. They'll start planning for it a little more. Now they've seen what he can do with AJ Brown and all that stuff. Like, I think Hurts. I think Hurts is going to be the MVP of the fantasy season. So having him, barring any injuries, Jersey's team looks pretty fucking sick. To bring it back around, I, 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 I do have regrets with the way I drafted. I think I went too running back heavy. I just, uh, you know. Well, let's take a look at your team here. You got two. I mean. Najee and Barkley, that's where that was your one and two. Yeah, yeah, one and two. It's there's two different essentially two different strategies you can do in fantasy. You go running back heavy because they're gonna get the mo- the ball the most, they're the bell cows. Or you go almost like no running back and it's a PPR league, so you get pass catchers. Yeah. Uh, I think your team's gonna be fine. Tua was on his way to a great season. Uh, I don't even know if he'll remember what city he's yeah. in for the next three days. So if you're already going to upgrade at the quarterback, sure, like it's yeah. But at that point, you probably were going to use Tua as yeah. some bait. I think, for, which who knows, he can get out of this. You can get out of the hospital, and like we were saying, yeah. it could be three weeks, and you can get him back. And I think we can guarantee he's out. He's out week four. I mean, this is four, right? This so is he, week four. Yes. So he's. I'm certain, and I'm not a doctor. I'm certain he's Wait. out. Week five, he's out. That's yeah, a hundred percent. There's no, they would need to, they would just cancel the Miami Dolphins football team yeah. if next Sunday in ten days Tua was touching the field, because that means he had to practice. Yeah, like there's no, he's definitely out week five. I again, like we had kind of just talked about this. If Teddy comes out and wins, comes back and wins this game, and maybe wins next week. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see two for another four, five, six yeah, weeks. Let him get right. Yeah, I just if Teddy comes out, loses this game, loses next week, and say loses three in a row, I you know they'll probably. Mm-hmm. I mean they rushed him back in three days on a three and O team. They'll rush him back and to play in two weeks, but definitely out next week. That guy, if he sees the football field, yeah. people are gonna riot. I don't know what happened to me in the draft. It's just like <laughs> okay. These this player is available at one and two, and I and I I'm not a running back. I don't I don't subscribe to running backs. Is first it, two rounds. So you went you went Najee first. Najee Saquon. You went Najee then Saquon. What number what picks you have? Ten. So you went Najee, Saquon. Was it just because you think it was coming back around, just kind of like best player available? Because I mean later on. There's better wide receivers later than better running backs. So like, it might have just been a best player available. I can get, I can get a good receiver number one at. Well, look, in look the where Atlanta is receiver wise. Look, I mean, Allen Robinson, Thomas. It's tough. Allen Robinson is tough. You can tell where I'm panicking. Like, okay, like I know I said I got to upgrade a quarterback. I'm panicking wide receiver wise. So I'm like. Dumping all these people on my bench to see if someone. Pops. Well, hey, I got a bunch of wide receivers. Just saying. Yeah. If you want to do a deal with the I'm devil, a, I, we're I open. Do. We can you do know, some I, business. I, do. I, I mean, we'll look into it. 
You know, this might be the first podcast ever that a trade gets the trade gets yeah. done live on mm-hmm. the air. Yeah. But I got yeah, Renfro, Gallup, Aguilar, Debo, Deontay. We can there yeah. could be some business. We'll look into it later. We'll talk afterwards. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> Alright, so uh, we know where the state of the union of the Catalina fuckboys are Tough. as our as our defending champion. Things are rough right now. Things are rough. Starting quarterback just uh, just went down. Uh, wide receivers slim to none. You got two stud running backs. Uh, with that said, though, let's uh, let's dive into our our first segment here. Uh, like I said, we got the lay of the land on uh, on our defending champion fuckboys. Um, but let's jump into the uh, the four downs here. I changed the name of this uh, this segment. I was going by four quarters of questions last week. I don't know why that was my initial thought. Four questions, four downs in football. It makes way more sense. So we're gonna go. We're gonna go four downs of four downs of questions here. It's all a work in progress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, like I, like I said last week, we're gonna we're gonna You're iron gonna this thing out by by one seventy five by episode one seventy five. Yeah, yeah. We'll be this. dialed in. We'll be so dialed in. We'll have a sick studio. It's gonna be awesome. It'll be twenty twenty five. Uh, it'll be the Hayes. highest ranked podcast. Everyone's yeah. gonna know about our our league. Uh-huh. It's gonna be awesome. Bradley <laughs> will still be under five hundred career. Yep, this is true. This is true. He was so shocked last week when I brought that up to him. He was like, "I really thought I was better." I was like, "Dude, statistics don't lie." Uh, <laughs> no one, no one's approaching sixty, right? Sixty wins? No, like sixty percent. No, 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 no. I, th- I, I. Going through a quick, I think Ari historically is our best, is our best team. I think he's like, 58. he's like twenty games over five hundred. But he every year that fucking animal is like mm-hmm. ten and three, ten mm-hmm. and two, twelve and one, like whatever the fuck it is. Like yeah. he's always winning a shit ton of games. One championship though, just one. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, I've said this three times now. We're gonna do it. We're gonna jump into the four downs of questions here now with uh, with JC. Um, again, I'm gonna ask you four questions. They get a little tougher as we go on. Some are silly, some are not. Uh, the last question will be like a scenario question, where I'll like paint a little picture for you, and we'll kind of dive into that. So for our first down, first down question. Uh, everyone wants to know, JC. Uh, we haven't seen it on the group chat. Uh, people are texting me on the side. They really want to know if this has been happening. Um, did Nathan send you his shirt no. off picture privately? So he he hasn't come through. So you, come on, take your shirt off, bowl. I'm the take uh, your shirt off, bowl. We currently it was official undefeated against him. So I I can see that he's getting worn down by this. You know, like I can once you it's like you once you don't take your shirt off the first time, it's like a curse at that point. Yeah, yeah. I just I just think he he's he's just defeated. you're three and zero now. Three and zero, and take your shirt off, balls. I think this could be the fourth. I oh, don't know. I, it's a lot. That's so a lot of clothes he needs to take I just, off. I don't think he has the energy for it anymore. So he's just like pretending it's not real, which is classic bottom biscuit shit. Hey, the bottom biscuit boy is still on the bottom. Zero and three in the season. Zero and three in the take your shirt off, balls. Nathan, JC's waiting for a photo. Ooh, that's all we're saying. Nathan, t- t- I texted Nathan after. The 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 our, our week and I, I said what what is your what is your panic meter and he he didn't he kind of skirted around no answer no yeah it's got to be up there because 
Season's done. Yeah. It's got to be up there. 0-4 is, What's 1 through 10, I would say it's like a, you got to be at an 8. Would you say that the, the normal amount of wins is to get into the playoffs? It's, so before they added the extra, the extra game, it was 7. If you won 7 games, you pretty much, you were an 8th seed, mm-hmm. or at least a tiebreaker for an 8th seed. Now with the extra game, it's like 7.5. You could mm-hmm. get over 7.5 wins, you'll be in good shape based on tiebreakers and stuff. Like last year, I missed the playoffs on, I want to say I won 7. Oh. And I lost in the tiebreaker. So Nathan, it's just it's gonna be tough sledding. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, maybe it's he just maybe all he needs to do is just send that photo, and it, it could yeah, turn, turn around, around. a season. It can really oh. turn around a season. It's like white staging. That's his, it. Yeah. His, yeah. All you just send the photo and turn your season Comes around. Your Nathan. Feng shui, Nathan. Show those nips, baby. Nathaniel. <laughs> all right, moving on to second down question. Uh, as you can see, I'm re- I have these written down. I'm reading off a notebook. You stole my second question, my second down question. I'm going to ask it to you anyway. We'll kind of circle back into the uh, into the answer, but now that I already know the answer. But uh, the second down question was, three weeks in, you're sitting at 2-1. and one. You have a 67% chance to make the playoffs right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any draft day regrets? Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't draft running backs early. This is not what I do. So it just happened to come about this way. I do I do feel good about Saquon. I just He looks good. He looks he looks like the Saquon of all. I was I essentially I'm in two fantasy league and I in both fantasy leagues You're I cheating have, on us is what you're saying. I have Najee and Saquon in both. Ooh. So did you draft the other league first? Which league did you draft first? Uh C2C. Oh okay. Cuz I was going to say that might have been like a, a back lobe yeah. of whatever that lobe is called for the doctors listening to this at home. Yeah. Uh, rear lobe of like, if you drafted that other one first, it'd be like, all right, well, I got these. These are my guys. I've done that yeah. before. Where like, I've had a draft first and then you nonchalantly to like draft the same guys. You're kind of like, well, like, I wasn't trying to go that strategy for this league. Third down question, folks. Uh, living with two other league members. Uh, how is how does uh, match weeks go down? Is there shit talk? Like if you're playing Devo or you're playing Greco or Greco's playing Devo, is there any shit talk? Or any pranks? Uh, is there any attempted murders? Like give us the rundown on how the Arizonians' house goes down during match week. I think we really, really have to start spicing it up. It is so tame. It's like we're we're all Switzerland, and you know normally, <laughs> normally. This is about the time of year Dave is on the road, and and actually, you know, he's he's about to, he's he's, yeah. he's going to be gone soon. Yeah, you know, so it's myself and Nick, and we're we're just like fucking cordial as fuck, you know. It's just, you guys got to figure it out. Know, There's a proper opportunity for shit to go down. Let's see, just opening up the schedule here, just your schedule. Let's see, let's see, you play. Oh shit, week six. Not next week, the week after you play Devo. That's it. Devo, expect a fucking horse head in your yeah. bed. Like, put some fish somewhere. You got to start spicing yeah. it up. You live with you two know, You live with two of them. Know, Get them off their game. What would be good is um, we, uh, I bet uh, utility money. <laughs> there you go. Bet some bills. Yeah. You know what would be really funny? I'm not paying gas. 
Dude, yeah, it would be really funny. There was this one house that I knew of where, like, uh, this guy got a new car. I used to shit on the car handles and, like, on the roof of the car. And I would wait for them to come out, and I'd watch them grab the handles and stuff, and they'd touch my shit and everything. Like, you should do that during game during why, game weeks. Why mention this exact instance? <laughs> why? Because just, I'm just, kidding. I'm, 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 I'm trying to bring up a hard moment here. Man. <laughs> Your eyes got so wide, like I was actually it's, doing that. It's hard because I'm a I'm like a germaphobe. So now the thought of someone smearing human feces and on our doors and like no matter how hard we clean that in my mind <laughs> it was I'm never still, clean forever unclean I'm still touching trace amounts for those that don't know the story I listen to this at home uh, Greco JC and Debo had a uh, uh, an encounter with someone that was shitting on their cars and smearing it on their door handles and in windows and mm -hmm. Uh, it was like it happened a few times, right? Twice, yeah. <laughs> Twice. So that's why I brought that up. <laughs> Your eyes, when I was saying that story, I was like, "You too? You've done that?" <laughs> to go to go into it further, the first time was in an incredible amount of poop. Like it was like all the doorknobs of the apartment smeared it on the mailbox. Oh shit! It wasn't just the cars. No. Uh, it was not uh, just the car. So it was like cars, apartment handles. Apartment handles. <laughs> doorknob. It was just like an incredible, like, how does... Mailboxes. Who has that much shit? How does someone, uh, you know... They had to. There had to be some weird homeless guy that, like, collected, like, I dog know, shit. It had to be, like, dog shit. None of the shit. other apartments in the area. It was just your building. It was just our building. <laughs> and then the next had some, time... That guy had a grudge, yeah. dude. That was, that was an insane grudge. Yeah. So now we have, like cameras everywhere it's it's that's a wild. shitty situation totally <laughs> oh my god all right all right well you guys uh i feel like there's a prime opportunity you guys all live together you can spice some things up yeah absolutely. set some cameras up like get them off their game you know you gotta set your lineup sunday morning try to mm -hmm. figure out how to not let them set a lineup i don't know yeah, like, figure figure some shit out fucking, uh, you guys are too nice to each other unhook the router yeah yeah there you go <laughs> All right, so we're going to move down now to a fourth down question. This is a scenario question. Uh, I paint a little picture for a fourth down. Uh, I put you in a scenario, and we kind of chat out that scenario. Um, so I know you uh, as a, being a big soccer fan, as I am as well. Uh, World Cup is coming up in November. Uh, the scenario I want to paint for you is World Cup-style NFL League. So say this season was played like the World Cup, right? Group stages, single single game, single elimination. Mm -hmm. The groups are the divisions. You only play your teams once, like a round robin. Mm -hmm. uh, then you go into knockout stages. So picture the NFL as the World Cup. Who's coming out on top of that one? Yeah, AFC West is like the group of death, right? So yeah, yeah, exactly. That would be, that would be tough. And it's we, we know we have like info because we have three weeks to look at, you know, so that... Mm -hmm. AFC West, the the Raiders aren't coming out of it. You know, no, you're, unfortunately you're, not. You're looking at, you know, you're looking at Casey and City. But in like the thinking of it this way, because when I was coming up with this question, I was like, it's one game. Like, any, like realistically, anybody could be anybody in one game. Yeah. So yeah. it's so you when you think of it that way, it's like, 
who maybe you're actually thinking would win these win these groups wouldn't realistically win the group. Like mm-hmm. it's I still think it comes down to like KC Chargers in the in AFC West Buff, yeah. when it comes down to one game. Mm-hmm. You play them once at a time. Yeah, like, uh, you know, would would it be like a neutral field? I yeah, mean, I would say like in this, you're just yeah. thinking like straight up World Cup. I legitimately style. don't know who would advance in the NFC. I I, I don't know. I yeah, don't and have, again, like in other. I think NFC West rivals AFC West group of death. Mm-hmm. Um, you think Rams there. You think Chiefs Chargers. You get the you get the normal suspects, yeah. right? But like, but when it comes to one game only, like we saw last week, fucking Chiefs lost to the Colts. Bills lost. Like Bills lost to the Dolphins. Like one game is different. Is a different animal. Like you get that in the playoffs too. You know, like Bengals made the Super Bowl last with year. With that so. said, you're still. It's like. Yeah, anyone can lose at any time. But if you're asking me to give you an answer, then you're picking the team that has is most likely, right? So that even though the Bills lost, like I think they could that style mm-hmm. of setting, yeah, yeah. They, they could win the whole thing. Yeah, you know. Okay. I think I think the AFC would be really competitive. The NFC would just be. I think the NFC would be the shit show. It's like. Anybody could be right because they're sort of on like, the same level. Like you'd get someone like think of like last World Cup, like Croatia making the final. Like mm. that'd be like the fucking Vikings, like yeah. making the final in Absolutely. this version of like making the mm. Super Bowl. Like who's World having Cup. a good week? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's like you can get anybody like, without injuries, thinking all that stuff. Like okay, it's I mean, just a, I, just a, just a weird different way to look at like NFL compared to what's coming in November at the World Cup. It's, Pretty, I still, I still, okay. I would go Tampa, Buffalo. I'd say you know the, the, whatever we think would, from each conference comes out of the group stage. Mm-hmm. Eventually, that way would get whittled down to Tampa, Tampa Bay, and Buffalo. All right. Uh, with that, now that was our four down questions. Uh, we're gonna move now into the rapid fire. The rapid fire questions. How this works is I will give you two players. They don't need to be the same positions. They don't need to be in any head-to-head matchups. It's just two random players. Uh, you'll guess which player will score the most fantasy yes, points this week. Last week, Brad Hayes, he went a glorious one for five. I asked him who was going to get more points between Cooper Cup, Josh Allen. He picked Cup. Allen blew him out. Uh, Kelsey and Devontae Adams. He picked Adams. Kelsey blew him out. Uh, Derrick Henry... DeAndre Swift, Swift got hurt, see you later. Dobbins and ETN, he picked the Buckeye. We all know how that went. And then Henderson and Akers for the Rams, he picked He picked Akers, which was his only win. Okay. Uh, and the way this will work, every guest that comes on, we're going to do five of these. Uh, when the playoffs start, we'll bring the best players, that have, okay. the best guys that have the most right, we'll bring them on for like a little tournament-style mm-hmm. thing uh, towards the end. So to go for your five, we're going to go. Your first one is Stefan Diggs or Jonathan Taylor? Uh, I'm going to take Taylor. Great. Feel good about Taylor. All right. Uh, next one is uh, Justin Herbert or Patrick Mahomes. We got Herbert playing. I don't need Potentially playing the Texans. I don't need a matchup for this one. I'm and, and Chiefs playing the Bucks. I'm going to go Mahomes. He's going to Mahomes without even needing the matchup. All right, here's a good one. Uh, we're going to go Detroit defense or Cleveland defense. You got Detroit playing the Lions, and then you got the Browns playing the Falcons. Who is Detroit playing? 
The Lions. I'm sorry. You got the Lions playing the Seahawks and the Browns playing the Falcons. Uh, I'll go Browns. Brownies. He's going Brownies. All right. Next one is Justin Jefferson versus A.J. Brown. You got Jefferson playing the, uh, the Saints, and then you got A.J. Brown playing the Jaguars. A.J. And last but not least, we're going Saquon versus Hollywood Brown. As you know, you have Saquon on your team, so I feel like you'd hope it would be Saquon. But just so, just to give you the rundown, you got Saquon versus the Bears. Oh, the Bears. They played Dallas on Monday. So Saquon versus the Bears, and then you got Hollywood Brown against the Panthers. Uh, I'm going Saquon. So. He looks good. He uh, looks good. Not your boy. I'm looking for a uh, Saquon revenge against the team that I root for. I think more importantly, you should look for a better than one in five record because uh, yeah. the one we called B1 sucked last Bradley week. Bradley Gordon Hayes. <laughs> All right, JC, that's going to end our little interview here. I know you got uh, other stuff to do tonight. Uh, hey, man, prayers up to Tua. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's going to be a little, it's going to be rough sledding for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like I said, I'd rather, you know, I want everyone to be like fine. The chaos. And to bring back one of the questions that you put up earlier, uh, now with Tua looking like he's going to be out for a little bit, uh, panic meter before you go. One through ten panic meter for the reigning defending champion fuckboys. Ten being like... Ten being I need a new team, or ten being I can't wait for 2023. I'd say soft seven. Soft seven right now before knowing how long Tua's out. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks so much for coming on. I appreciate yeah. it. I love you. We love you. Yeah. And uh, good luck this yeah, week. Good luck. Prayers up to week. Tua. You as well, bud. Appreciate it. Again, I want to thank JC, our defending champion, JC Bobas, for coming on the pod. Super fun interview. Doing it in person is great. Uh, LA boys, let me know when you want to come on. We'll pick Monday or Thursday night football. We'll watch the game, drink some beers, and record the interview. Uh, with that said, that pushes us right up to week five here. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it brings me great pleasure to say this. We finally... Finally, have had some trades back in the C2C. We had two this week in the same day, in the same hour. I couldn't believe my eyes. I couldn't believe the phone, the text messages coming through. Uh, both trades approved by the trade committee. Um, the first one, the first one was Jalen Waddle for Najee Harris. Now, that's a very interesting trade. Waddle having a breakout season with the Dolphins in that high-powered offense. Najee, top 10 pick, off to a slow start. Uh, JC has some running back depth, which, uh, which I think helped make this trade possible. Um, and it kind of was the reverse, right? So, uh, so Justin, who had, who had Waddle, doesn't really have the wide receiver depth, but he gets Najee Harris, and he has running back depth. Um, I like the trade. It's an even even fantasy football trade for both sides. It just, the needs seemed a little strange from Justin's side. Uh, I think he's hoping maybe Najee turns into the monster that we think he can be, and he can move some other running backs for the pieces. JC, on the other hand, he has Saquon being Saquon uh, that we know and love watching 
and he needed some receiver help, and he for sure got it in in Jalen Waddle. And as long as Tua comes back, he has a nice, nice double dip to rip off of for the for the rest of the season. Um, in my opinion, again, I'm a I'm a homer for some double dips. I think that's the side of the trade, JC side that wins that trade. Uh, you know, now you have, like I said, if Tua comes back, Tua, Waddle, Saquon, the uh, the lineup looks pretty good in JC's favor after that trade. It's just a matter of if he gets. You know, if he gets Tua back, and is Tua going to be the same Tua that we uh, that we're used to seeing? Elsewhere, the other trade that happened in the same hour of the same day for the first time ever in the C two C, after having not having trades for what four years maybe, uh, the other trade was Zach Ertz and Brees Hall for Michael Gallup, Josh Reynolds, and Tyler Conklin. Now on paper that sounds it sounds very lopsided. I know that for for the uneducated it seems like a lopsided trade. Uh, however, Michael Gallup coming back from an injury, he had a touchdown last week. First game back, he looked good. Uh, played played a uh, limited number of snaps, had a touchdown, played well. He's going to be what I think is is going to be the number one receiver in Dallas. I don't think it's going to be C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb's the flashy pick. I think Gallup once Dak is back. Gallup is going to be the go-to receiver, the guy that's moving the chains, getting the first downs. Sure, CeeDee Lamb is the boomer bust uh, play kind of guy, the big, flashy, over-the-top, stretching receiver, uh, catches the ball, get the ball in his hands. He can do amazing things. Gallup's going to be the guy getting to the sticks, turning around, catching the balls, first down, you know, matriculating the ball down. the. And those are my dogs barking at whatever they want to bark at. Uh, but like I said, uh, I digress. Michael Gallup, I like. I think he's he's definitely the star piece of this trade. Um, and again, Nathan has Dak, who's going to come back from injury eventually, and that's going to give him a very good, a very very good double dip. Now to soften up and keep the double dip in your mind, Josh Reynolds next piece. Uh, no one knows what's going on with Amon Saint Amon Raw Saint Brown right now. He didn't practice at all this week. Uh, again, this is Thursday, October 6th. He was a non-participant again today, so we'll see how that goes. But Josh Reynolds came out of the gates. Yeah, he has a, he has a rapport with, with Goff from being in L.A., and he came out, had an incredible game last week, had a decent game the week before, 22 points in fantasy, and it looks like it's not going to stop. Nathan, just so happens, who have picked up Goff, and it gives him a double dip to basically warm up the seat of his double dip with Gallup and Dak. Uh, I think it's a good move on his part. He needs points. His team is not performing. A one way to kind of kickstart that to get points, throw a double dip in there and hope it hits. He's doubling down on the double dip, and you, you got to respect it. Uh, the other piece in that puzzle of this trade was Tyler Conklin, uh, tight end for the Jets, who is having, I wouldn't say it's a breakout season yet, but he is starting to show that he can be a number one guy in the tight end position for the Jets. Um, every He's getting around 10 to 11 points. And with the tight end being what they are in this league, there's not much depth in fantasy for tight ends. You know, you got your top five, top six, and then the drops to like, the drop off is massive, right? Streaming a tight end is not ideal. If you can get 10 points from your tight end every week, you 100% take it if you don't have one of those top guys. Uh, on the other end, Brees Hall, he's looking 
like what everyone thought he was going to be, starting to get more points every week, 10 points, 12, 14, 16. Uh, I, pr I project that these numbers are just going to keep going up. Um, he looks like he's going to about, he's soon, sooner or later going to uh, beat out Michael Carter and take the number one spot. Uh, and then Ertz coming, he was the main uh, piece in my brain that I wanted back in that trade. Uh, I have Kyler Murray. Murray is kind of hot and cold, right? He either is really good or doesn't hit any of the points. I figured I could maximize some points by getting a double dip with a position of need in, uh, in tight end. Um, again, it's hard for me to say who won this trade because I was a part of it. Um, on paper, like I said, the uneducated would say whoever got Ertz and Hall won the trade. I think it all comes down to actually Gallup and Dak. And, uh, and it, I mean, shit, if, if Nathan goes out and wins two or three games in a row, Who's to say he didn't win the trade? You know, if he cha if this trade changes his season around, who's to say he's he didn't win the trade? So, I'm just happy to say, put trade and CQC in the same category for the first time in years. But yeah, so that was we were off to a great great start this week for week five, and uh, let's keep the ball rolling. Now let's look into the game of the week here coming up, and this week's game of the week, it's between two three and one teams. We got Churchy, the surprise team of the season, at 3-1, going up against our former defending champion, Nick Greco, at 3-1. Now, QB position, you got Hurts and Brady. Does Brady does Brady flip it around with uh, with divorce looming, or does he just sink? Connor on, on Greco's side, underperforming. You got to hope that turns around. You look at Churchy's roster, it's, it's, it's pretty stocked right now, man. Hurts, Jones, C.D. Lamb. Hollywood Brown, Hawkinson. There's not really many holes. And he just got Melvin Gordon, who's going to have all the workload from Denver uh, after the Javante Williams injury. Churchy's team is looking pretty good. I think as our game of the week, I'm I'm going to lean his way on this one. It's uh, Projections are 134 for Churchy to 124 for Greco. Um, I mean, in Greco's defense, if Jefferson and Herbert can go off... Uh, he has he he can he can easily win this match. Elsewhere around the league for week six, before we wrap up this episode, you got Jamel versus yours truly. Both projected 123. I like to bet on myself. I'm gonna keep betting on myself. I'm gonna take the arrow there. Bryce versus Saul. Uh 130 projections for Bryce, 125 for Saul. You know what? I feel good about Mike Saul this week. He's gonna go on a little win streak. Two wins in a row for Mike Saul. Mike Ryan at 3-1 versus Deal 1 and 3. Uh, I'm going to say Mike Ryan takes that one. And then we got Nathan at 0-4 versus Justin, 2-2. Two two. Projections right now are 110 for Nathan to 124 for Justin. My upset special of the week. Nathan gets his first win of the week, this this first win of the season this week. Nathan, the trade's going to help you out. Goff to Reynolds all day, book it. Uh, we already talked about Churchy and Greco. You go to Ari versus Davo. Uh... I think Ari's team is just, he's having one of those early season mojo roles right now. Ari's going to cruise to a win. And then lastly, we have Hayes versus JC. Um, both projected pretty low. I would think, I'm, I'm going to go with Hayes here. Uh, the Geno Smith train rolls on, right? All right, and that brings us to our Wine League shout out for this episode. Episode 102. Uh, we had a call in from a Wine League owner. Uh, let's try to find out who it is this week. Let's take a listen. 
Hey fellas, it's Maria, your local wine league representative of the week. I 1000% stole that from Sean and feel no shame about it. Welcome to this year's leagues. I feel so lucky to be a part of the wine league and to have some part in the football league, even though I don't really know how football works. Uh, I want to be the best owner I possibly can be. And with that in mind, special shout out to your majesty, your highness and Bryce. Uh, I may not know you, but I feel like we'll get to know each other very well and mostly through baked goods and treats. I don't feel like it will be an incentive. I just like doing nice things for you guys. And also I feel like the football league already gives you guys trauma on multiple levels. And I don't really want to add to that. I hope you all have a wonderful season. Look out for your majesty and Bryce to own all of you. Hopefully, please. Yes, I need wine. My life needs wine. Anyway, have a great season. I appreciate all of you. And this is the coolest thing I've ever been a part of in my life. Is that pathetic? Who knows? <laughs> Thank you for the call in, Maria. Uh, Bryce, Jamel, pressure's on. Don't let her down. The girl wants her wine. All right, guys, that'll do it for this episode 102 of the C2P podcast. Week five is upon us. A couple hours away from kickoff for the Thursday night game. The snoozer, that's going to be the Colts versus the Broncos. Uh, I'll be watching anyway. I'm sure you guys will too. Good luck in all your matchups this week. Score some points. Don't get injured. Uh, except for you, Jamel. I hope you throw up a goose egg on every single position. Uh, that's going to do it for me. Have a good week, boys. I'm sure we'll be chatting Sunday. So heavy that my neck don't like it. And no, no, no.